Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Today's episode of the Nick Bob podcast is brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors. You know, Pella, they're day one. They're, they're, they're day one homies for the Nick Bob podcast. They've been with me from day one. And, you know, not only is Pella a great company, they got great people there. I went to school with my guy Vince, just a great dude. They're the kind of people you want to do business with. And if you pushed off a project with some windows or some doors, something like that, now is the time to turn that project into a reality. Because we all know a new set of windows, a new door can do a lot of things for you. can change the look, the vibe, the feeling of your home. It can add value to your home. Plus, it can make your home more energy efficient. Pella checks all those boxes and then some. Pella can provide window and door solutions to any home. And again, working with the people at Pella, second to none. So hit them up online, PellaOmaha.com. That's PellaOmaha.com. And the Nick Bob podcast is powered by Runza. Runza has an app, and you need to download that app because as a father of two little kids, anything that can increase speed and efficiency when it comes to eating, I'm all for it. And the app does that. I can order food on the app, pop into the restaurant. It's ready for me. It's hot. I'm in. I'm out. I'm now like a finalist for dad of the year or something like that. And it's in large part due to the Runza app and ordering is a breeze on the app. You can customize your order. You can get all your favorites just the way you want them. Plus, you can earn points for rewards in the app. You can score free food from Runza in the app. So go download the Runza app. You can get Runza, get rewards, then get more Runza all on the app. Runza makes it all better. All right, here we go. Let's both take a drink before we do this. Let's both take a drink. We're ready to go. We're ready to do it. Nebraska, Wisconsin game recap. I mean, it is full-fledged Groundhog's Day at this point a little bit. We're Bill Murray. I got you, babe. Have we already done that joke before? Like, I don't even know. Have we done that before? I think we have. I think we've talked Groundhog's Day. I was, <laughs> I'm not even kidding you. I was just thinking about Groundhog's Day yeah, I mean, to discuss because it is, uh, you know, how do you talk about this <laughs> insane repetitive behavior? But the part about Groundhog's Day that I think is sticking out to me is not just we're reliving the same day. It's nebraska is like bill murray who has played a guy named phil phil connors Connors, yeah and phil every day tried to you know get this girl to love him yes and no matter what he tried he tried that that it was like that part of it is what it feels like we no matter how many times we try we can't win the one score game like whatever we try it's not gonna work so, like, that to me, I, I thought about that. I go, yeah, it's like that. You it is like that. No matter what he girl. does, he, he can't, can't get, get the, the girl. girl. And no matter what Nebraska does, they can't get the one-score game. They, they just can't, can't do it. make that last I, play to get the girl. They I, can't get the girl. Well, I, I guess you and I didn't really talk. We went to dinner on Friday, but we, we discussed a little Nebraska football, but we didn't talk very yeah. much like, hey, what do you expect? I didn't know what to expect with this game because you eliminated the ability to go to a bowl game. So, you, that – carrot was no longer dangling you just fired four assistant coaches uh jojo doman 
is out. Like, I, I kind of wondered about the psyche of the team, the organization of the staff. Yeah. Like, I didn't know what to expect. So I guess for me, this was the first game in a while that I was like, you know what? I could see this game getting out of hand. And then, so I don't know. Did you, how did you feel going in? Similar to you, I would say if, with a opening play kickoff return <laughs> for a touchdown and feeling like you did, it's like, could we get beat by 50 today? Right. So our performance with the circumstances and that kickoff was actually a pleasant surprise in a lot of ways, but in the end, it ended up being Phil Connors not getting the not girl getting again. and woke up the next day. Same thing, having to do it all over again. That's what that's what happened. And what is I mean? So maybe we can talk about Groundhog's Day later about how he actually gets how the girl. he does yeah. it. I don't know. Yeah, maybe that's what. And maybe there's was. maybe there's some sort of like uh, symbolism that will carry over to Nebraska. I don't know. I really think we've already talked about Groundhog's Day before just to open up the pot. I'm almost positive there's a good chance we have. I mean, but that's <laughs> a, at this point you just we've all lost our minds. I I do think like. I wrote down a couple of notes to, to kind of get into it. You brought it up like with the, I mean, Nebraska almost beat Wisconsin. Despite all the stuff we just laid out, can't go to a bowl, four fired assistant coaches, their best defensive players out. Like they also had two turnovers, gave up a kickoff return for a touchdown, had two empty trips, trips into the red zone, really three trips inside to the 30 and into with zero points. You get stuffed on fourth and two at the six-yard line. You got the ball to 31 and then went backwards and had to punt. And then, obviously, the final drive of the yeah. game. It's just amazing how this team can can shoot itself in the foot over and over and over and over again. And yet, so they're bad enough to do that, but they're good enough to overcome that and at least get to where, like, they got a chance to win these games. Nick, that's the number one defense in – in America, right, and they put a long margin too. Like yeah. they are way and above we, the rails. We put up yards on them, uh, and we scored. Well, we scored twenty eight, twenty eight, and we put up a ton of yards. But yet we can't win. Like we, we, just like Adrian Martinez, we are so good and so not good all the same time, <laughs> every week, right. consistently. Right, but we can't be consistent at just playing good. Right, like we can only be consistent at being really good and really bad it, it's it feels like um you know in the nba they do things like you know ernie would be like all right chuckster yeah ernie i don't know ernie let me know. tell you so first of all let me tell you something ernie but it, the whole concept like best to never win it like best player to never win it best team to never win it like at this point nebraska has to be the greatest three and eight team of all time I'd put us up there against a lot of teams. I mean, I, I have uh, a hard time feeling like there's in the history of college football, there's a better three and eight football team because we've had the hardest schedule that I've ever, I think I can remember us ever having. Right. Truthfully. I mean, yes, this is the hardest in my lifetime. I think for Nebraska in terms of like it's Oklahoma, Ohio state, Michigan, Michigan, Michigan state, state, Wisconsin, like all in the top 10 or 15, all right. those teams, a lot in the top 10. Right. And we've, in a lot of ways outplayed them all and, you know, had our bare, like these barely losses. Um, it's a bizarre, it's a bizarre. There's almost no words for what this year has been. That's why I don't even know. I, I sit down to like write down what we're going to talk about. And it's like, you're at a loss for words, but here's the, here's the, the part that's I think still at least interesting is we're not just getting killed where people are oh. like, I've given up in Nebraska football. It's like, 
you're still in it because it's always close. And as a fan, you it's it, it's still hurting more because right. we're almost there. Being almost there is in a lot of ways more painful than just like uh, it doesn't matter. We don't even have a chance. Right. I, I think. Well, because a couple of things to to drive on that point. I mean, because I know we say this every week, but Nebraska could have wins over Oklahoma, Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan State, Wisconsin. I get it. If and spots, whatever that saying is. But like, I mean, Nebraska's three and eight, Wisconsin's eight and three. I didn't see an enormous gap between I didn't see the type of gap that those records would indicate, I guess. No. And then we'll get to this maybe at the end of it, but this is the what I'm about to tell you is a perfect example of we're talking about the greatest three and eight team of all time. Iowa's nine and two. Iowa's coming to Lincoln, Nebraska to take on the three and eight Nebraska Cornhuskers. Nebraska's favored by four. We think, think about that. Our players think, think we're going to beat him. I got like I, I heard Ture had a quote. He's like, if "We if we come out like this against Iowa, we'll beat him." And I'm just like, "You're three and eight. They're you know nine and two. They're nine and two. And at one point they were two, they were second in the country, weren't they? Yeah. And then they stopped getting like eleven interceptions a this game. This doesn't and make like, sense, Nick. It doesn't make well, sense. Right. I mean, in the eyes, I I I should text <laughs> my Vegas guy and be like, "Have in the history of football has." A three and eight team ever been favored over a nine and two team? Never, never for like there. This is just their team versus our team. Not like their quarterback and running back got the no. Like, it is just like an and, even head to head matchup. And so I think in some ways, when I saw that opening line, I think it, I think it does kind of validate in a weird way the narratives and stuff we've all been telling ourselves like, man, I, I think Nebraska is actually not I bad. I didn't know that. I can't even believe that. I can't believe it. But that, that should be like Vegas doesn't care about like, they don't they care. Don't care about the frost. They're Remember not Husker fans. When hey, they, they don't, they care don't care about care. that. They don't, they're not Husker fans yet. They care about money and they bet on what is going to happen most likely? They think Nebraska's gonna win. Vinny baseball bat <laughs> and Johnny Johnny gonna go gonna go ruffle him up or aren't sitting there hey, like forget about forget about Frost and <laughs> say he can sky, he can he can coordinate four hundred and fifty yards. That's their they do. They do. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I don't give a two uh two nickels in a slot machine about any of that stuff in ninety seven, but I watched this guy my parade. Guy Billy two times. My guy Billy two times. He tells me twice. Once, twice, twice. He says two times. He says Husker's gonna win. Husker's gonna win. Twice. <laughs> funny how. Funny how. Funny I make you laugh. Am I a clown? I, I amuse you. But I that's blows my mind, man. But think that about, blows I guess, my mind. I, don't, I mean I just I don't know what that really means, but it's gotta mean something of what we've been telling ourselves. Vegas, I just, I, they have to be the greatest three and eight team of all time. Because again, you can, I can look into this camera. You can look into that camera and you can say, Nebraska could have beaten Oklahoma, Ohio state, Michigan, Michigan state, and Wisconsin. <sighs> but here's the thing. It's the same. I don't even know. Like, well, we can game plan here. Like I wrote down, we can kind of hammer through drive by drive a little bit. I don't know if the details are everything right now or not nothing right now mm. i don't know i don't know that I, i'd love to hear just some some big picture stuff right. on, I, on our offense and our defense well, okay so you want to do that yeah right. okay because like because the, the one thing that is amazing though is that it's just it continues to be the same stuff that beats you every week just yeah it's a different thing that may pop up now this week it was a little interesting with uh i thought the now nah, they hadn't taken on i'm not so sure this guy i mean he's probably not better than kenneth walker 
But Braylon Allen, bro. I'll tell you what, he, uh, the guy from Michigan State's got more hype to him. This was the guy that I thought was hardest to tackle all year. Yes. Nobody wanted to tackle him. And I, I thought this was, if I'm going to be critical of our defense ever, this is the week. I just, I thought they looked a little bit like not their toughest selves. It looked a little soft at a few spots. Like we just looked like we didn't want to tackle a few spots. It looked like, and he's one of those guys, and you were an all Big 12 linebacker, so you would probably know what it's like. I mean, Adrian Peterson, you tell me stories about that. Like there's certain guys you can't, the whole like, fly down and just launch into him that shit ain't gonna work like no and that that's it was a lot of that there was too much of that with how big and good that guy was where you just you're better off okay eat it let him drag you a couple yards but you're holding on he's going down rather than like you make a big hit on that guy like uh, i don't know i mean and you don't go high and hit high on him like you wrap this guy right either go low or you wrap but you cannot like you've got to be like your hands have to get around him and you got to hold on because there were numerous times like two of his touchdowns they had a chance to hit him at the line like well i guess one of them the one third and it was like third and two and he popped a a 50 yarder yep or it might have been a 70 yarder but someone had a chance to hit him in the backfield and didn't get him. And then there was a uh, the one down by the goal line. Someone came and stood him up at the at the goal line, but you know he just yeah. hit him and bounced off him and went in. So yeah, I mean, I guess like it, it, listen, if there's one side of the ball and one like the black shirts have earned, like I am not ready to turn on the mics and like criticize them. But nevertheless, it was I'm with you. It was the it was probably their poorest tackling game. Against a really good back, I mean, they didn't, they couldn't throw the ball unless worth a dang. No, you know, like we did a good job. Other than I thought we just didn't tackle, and we were a little bit, uh, just I, I didn't think we were quite as physical as we needed to be up front. And Especially, I mean, they have a lot. Like the one thing, you, you got, like, yeah. and they're th- that's what they do. Yeah. They have a way of making everybody look like. Why can't we get off blocks? Why can't we tackle? It's like, well, that's yeah. kind of like what they do. Yeah, I, I mean, in the end, it's like what we've done such a good job all year doing was just where, like, we took a step back. Um, but really, the rest of the game was, like, it was sort of what they do. They did what they did except for, like, giving up two long touchdowns. Well, yeah, you gave you know? up two, t- two long touchdown runs. You gave up an inter- Adrian's interception that get, gets returned to their yeah, side of the hurt. field that and hurt. then a kickoff return. So, like... Other than that, we're sitting here acting like the black shirts were out there. Like no, They weren't terrible. And Whiff McGee with yeah. another whiff. And there is juked out Johnny, and he got juked out. You know, it wasn't like that. But it was – I just can't believe that dude's 17 years old. He's a big kid, too. I mean, I, that dude – I mean, we're going to see that guy for two more years now. Great, because it's like – I always prefer playing the little guys versus the big guys. You would know I don't better than lo- I mean those big dudes when they get rolling. He just looks just, like not fun to tackle. At yeah, all. you could see a few times where our guys are going. Uh, do talk I me, talk me through the the long run that they creased off tackle for the game winner. What the the off uh, tackle to make it thirty five twenty eight with yeah, four I mean, minutes they, left? They blocked you- it just right, but I mean in the end, it's like I think we had we had somebody sort of like. It looked like Reimer kind of not set the edge, but he he got in the right fit, and it looked like 
Henrich, someone got to the second level and sealed Henrich. Yeah, well, and then Henrich took on. It looked like Henrich took on a guard, but he he was supposed to. I think he was supposed to maybe keep flowing. Um, so they they blocked it up well. But really, what had to happen was the safety has got to just get him. That's down. his play. I mean, you give up twenty yards, but he's going down. Right. And so that's that was one of the plays where you go look. I think that's where Williams being out hurt because Williams yes. has done a good job all year of like. Was that Farmer? Farmer, yeah. yeah. Farmer had a rough game. He just he really he struggled. He's better in the pa- against the pass, probably. I, think I mean, so. yeah. I think he struggles against coming up and filling. Well, I, mean, few, I just saw a few times he just he needs to come tackle, right? And he just like he doesn't have a feel for because it, right it looked like one of those plays that everything was. It was a good they they yeah. blocked it well, and the last line of defense oftentimes is that safety, and he was a little tardy to the party. Well, and he didn't bring it like he didn't like if you were like Miles. Your life depends on getting him down. Right. Like he could have got him down. I think. Right. I think he just his his mentality going that was bad. Like like Williams, I'll say is if you if you watched Williams all year, he's actually done a great job. I bet you he had five to ten of those plays where it's him as the last line of defense and the sideline, right. and he just sort of has this little move he does where he like kind of runs slow but he takes the angle uses the out like the out of bounds right and he gets the guy down right that's your job right if you're the last line of the defense it doesn't need to look pretty you need to get him down or out of bounds right that's it and i think farmer he got his head on the other side and he just went in kind of soft like you got to go in like use the out of bounds and you cannot let that guy go right yeah i mean let's say the whole process of getting getting him out of bounds if you give up seven eight more yards whatever but like he cannot he can't bust it no he can't score there and you know it, it was a tie game at that moment yes it's a tie game and you let him you know in a position where he's you know he's not running right at you you got the angle right. you got the sideline like he's got to he's got to get tackled there did you think they missed jojo did you notice Always. any time like mm, you know i think jojo just jojo's our best playmaker Period. Cam Cam Taylor Britt's number two, but like we just don't have a lot of guys that like go make a play. JoJo can go make a play. JoJo can make a pick, can get a sack, he can force a fumble. Right. Nobody else is doing that, and he's also a good tackler. So when he's out, we really are. We're not dynamic. We got to be a lunch pail team, and then we didn't tackle well. It, and so like you add that up, gave up some big runs. You know, it's, I don't know. The more we talk it out, though, it's like two big runs, interception set yeah. up, sets up a touchdown, kickoff return. And then, like, in the meantime, it wasn't great. They missed a field goal, but like two fourth down stops were big. Yeah. You know, uh, fourth and six, Cam Taylor Britt broke up a, a pass to a guy that had yeah. it, but he, you know, he arm fought him all the way through. They tried to do a fullback dive at, at midfield and, and, and Nebraska blew it up, and and uh, Reimer was able to then bring the guy down. So, like, yeah, I mean, they did they did their part to be in the game. It's just too bad that like yeah. the, it's it's that last that the last, last one. one. You're twenty eight twenty eight, and you give up a a seventy yarder or whatever it was. Yeah, I just that one that or one fifty yard. That's frustrating because, like I said, it was a tie game. That's where you know we just it, we didn't get the girl again, right? I know. We just, we just didn't, but. Anything else with the defense? No, not really. I mean, that's. I think that's just the big one. We kind of just we we didn't tackle. That's that's the big uh, story of the game. And you know, this team without JoJo, 
Uh, I'm just thinking about this team next year. Um, they did uh, the young guy Gunnarsson had to play, and you know he's a good-looking kid. Like he's big. Yeah, he's kind of got the build. You know, we've all been kind of like waiting for, but I don't know if he's got the game right now. We'll see where where what, what he develops to. But he had to play because Caleb Tanner got hurt. Um, uh, Garrett Nelson, the Ultimate Warrior, was shaking the ropes a few plays. Oh, I mean, he missed some tackles, but, but I mean his was, sack and right. like, he was he's coming he, along. I think a he uh, Graham Mertz. I think his little sleeve, I think that was like the warrior like Wolverine and like ripped his sleeve. It's about right. Yeah. But the yeah, I had I have I mean, anytime Garrett Nelson makes play, I get ultimate warrior gifts sent to me. We were all like, shaking the ropes. Uh, at, at Chris you gotta Ross. love that kid. Yeah. Uh but uh, last thought on Braylon Allen, like and I know you and I beat this drum all the time, but like don't talk yourself into Diedrich Mills and don't talk yourself into like that's that guy changes like how many what, like what would our team look like if we had him? That's I mean, so I guess people people want to poo-poo that. And I'm not saying that like it's not all ta- they're they're talented enough yeah. to not be three and eight. But nevertheless, you you have a few just just Braylon Allen or or whoever, Kenneth Walker, like and things change quickly. Yeah. But that guy, there were so many times he broke tackles. He, you made one mistake and he scored. Like I, I just, I, I, that's what I mean. I, I, when I'm watching the game with the guys, I, that's the thing I kept saying is like, I just don't see us breaking enough tackles or making people miss at the second level. Like right. when the times we do get through, um, it's almost like I think it was uh, was it Marvin Scott the Marvin third. Scott. He actually broke a tackle yeah, and you got like, called back. But like I was like, I go, you just don't see us breaking tackles ever. I mean, Yance one run against Northwestern. Like two or three runs a year we're seeing. Like you can kind of on one hand the amount of times like broke some tackles, made a run. That. And see, then like, you know, Wisconsin sees it every week, right? Like a few times. That's where it's like these running backs. You gotta win sometimes. Like you can't just be wide open. Like sometimes it's like you make a miss in the hole. Sometimes you break a tackle and you, you get. It just 20. feels like there's so much pressure on Frost right now to call the perfect play. Yeah. Because if if any play is gonna require like a running back to have to kind of like win, it's probably not gonna happen. We just haven't done it. Like we had, we just, I don't, I don't know. You know what it like, it's like you watch these guys, like they're really hard to tackle and you just go, we don't even, it's not even a thought in our head about like, oh, this running back's going to break a tackle. No. The Dick Bob podcast is brought to you by Pella windows and doors. And I want to talk to you guys about energy efficiency. And if you go into Pella's website right now, you look at it and how about this? One, two, three, four, five different types of windows or doors. By Pella won the Energy Star 2020 Most Energy Efficient Award. That's big time stuff right there. And they achieved that in a couple of waves. They got insulated glass, which slows the heat transfer, keeping your home at a more comfortable temperature. They got types of low E glass, which is a glass coating that has been optimized for your climate. They got triple pane glass, which you can upgrade to for increased insulating airspace. And within all of that, one of the keys is proper installation, which is key. For window and doors to perform at their best and you know the Pella experts are excellent at that bottom line energy efficiency matters and making your home more comfortable and Pella windows and doors are at the top of the line when it comes to energy efficiency check them out online PellaOmaha.com that's PellaOmaha.com offensively 
I mean, again, this is the number one defense in the country. And Nebraska kind of moved the ball up and down the field on them the whole game. Yeah. Martinez throws for 351 yards, and they threw the ball down the field. Did you see anything that was different? There, like, that package of those sort of like, it was sort of that goofy like. Yeah. Uh, what does that know. do? The, you talking about the, the the motion with the. Yeah, it was the motion. Then it was a lot of that like we had one like guard. We yeah, would pull, pull to roll the pocket as a of. roll. And then Adrian was always backing up. It was like, it felt like he was really under pressure. Right. But he was throwing these deep like over. They had lots of these over routes that were just. I mean, just dicing Wisconsin's defense. Right. So they, I mean, they saw something with the tight ends and these like over routes, these like layered over routes where you have like different layers. Right. And Wisconsin couldn't, I mean, we were open every time. I mean, early in the game, they hit a deep ball to Ture. They hit a handful of those. I mean, Ture has seven, seven catches, 113 yards and a touchdown. Austin Allen sets a tight end record, seven catches, 143 yards. Those dudes, Huge those two game. dudes were playing out of their mind. Yeah, those two were just creasing them. So let's I mean Martinez like I mean there's a whole bunch of other stuff to get into with the offense, but like he is going to go down in history as one of the most fascinating figures and players to ever play at Nebraska because he that game he becomes the all-time career leader in total offense in Nebraska football history. Wow. Yet if he leaves, think about this now. Like, if he leaves, he is going to be, you're going to open, I mean, 200 years from now, they're going to open up a record book. And be like, <laughs> Who is this Adrian? <laughs> no, Are this we back guy. to hieroglyphics? <laughs> Adrian Martinez must be great player. We need to build statue for Adrian. But we don't have record of win-losses. All we have is career leader in total offense. This guy has yards, I tell I cannot you. believe how many yards he put up. <laughs> <laughs> That's so stupid. But it's amazing. It's, it's amazing. He's the all-time career leader in total offense. And if, he, if Friday, Black Friday is his last game, he's going to leave the University of Nebraska without a single winning season, not a single bowl game, ex, bowl game appearance, and I don't even know if he'll have a signature moment or win. He's just going to have a lot of losses on his record. A lot of yards, a lot of losses. I mean, a lot of losses. That, and that, in the end, you just go. I mean, this, I, I really felt like, you know, we, we do this like every couple of games. You have, we have these like three-game stretches that we're like, and this, everything will change if these next three games. I took these, I took Wisconsin, and I was like, if he could win both of these games and play great, people will want him back. Right. Everybody might wants, come back. They want to like, I feel like everybody wants to want him back. Because he's a great guy. He's, he's a like great an, kid. A plus five star, greatest dude in the world. Great dude, great teammate. Tough. Does everything right. Tough, playing through pain. He's doing everything you could ask a human being to do, but this person can't win. And so like, it's now I feel like now like he had these two games to get himself back in like the like we want him to be our quarterback. Uh, maybe he'll come back. And I would I wouldn't mind having him on the team. Uh right. but I think you got to bring in somebody else to compete with him now, but um I think like the fans are almost like, well, 
in the writers, you can hear the writers like, well, he can't come back, right? Like, <laughs> like it's almost like they're trying to like hint to them or something. You remember, remember when in seventh grade when I called your girlfriend to break up with her my, for yeah. you, and you called mine so we could watch WrestleMania? Yeah, Steve Austin, Mike Tyson, and we got Kentucky Fried Chicken. Great day. Did great, life peak in like '96? Great decision. <laughs> I think everybody, I bring that up to be like, I feel like everybody has to take the chicken shit route we went. And like, like Frost is going to have to have like somebody call Adrian and like break up for him. I, I just, I think they're going to be like, if he can't beat Iowa, it's just going to be really hard to be like, but you know what, Nick, here's the thing. It's like, who's, if you can't get another quarterback, that's the problem. And you got, you got Smothers and you got Hein, Hein, Hey, 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 get your hands off my Hey, get your hands off my uh, <laughs> I just go. Uh, That's he's the still the best there. option. You, you can. He's you still can, the best option. You can. And we we have a lot of time. Maybe I mean I think maybe we'll learn the answer to this question sooner than we think. Yeah. Uh, but it's e- it's easy to just say like, "Hey Martinez, I'll pack your bags for you." Hit I eighty the hell out of town. But he's also had the most yards in the history of Nebraska football. Like but he's sort of like he's played through injuries. Like if he says he wants to come back, I think you're under the obligation to say like, "Yes, we'll take you back." But I think I, my guess is if that's the case, because I think I talked about this in, in one of my last pods where it's like I think the answer to is Martinez going to be the guy really rests in whoever the new offensive coordinator is you talked about like he needs to be the one to make like the decision on I want that guy or I want Martinez or whatever but if you do bring Martinez back I do think you got to bring in another quarterback and there needs to be a legitimate like open competition oh yeah, yeah yeah but if that's the case you wonder if I mean a part of me wonders if Martinez just wants to like he needs a new change of scenery what I would want to know is like does he see himself as a guy that's like i'm just done with football or is he like does he see himself as like i still think i can be a pro or i want to go somewhere else that's a good question and play like i i i actually hope he doesn't want to go somewhere else and play because because you kind of feel like couldn't you just see it next year it all clicks from next year and and he's just like adrian martinez the greatest player of all time wins the heisman trophy like like, okay we don't i mean nebraska fans would be it would be so frustrating but i don't know i mean it's just the fact that he breaks the all-time record in that game and i mean he he was i mean again the number one defense in the country made him look look for 351 yeah made him look average and then apparently got banged up enough to where they burned logan smothers red shirt on like two plays where smothers just like handed the ball that burned his red shirt Really? That's what someone, I thought I read that that burned his red shirt. Because apparently it was bad enough that they didn't know his shoulder was bad enough at halftime. They weren't totally sure if he was going to be able to, like, come back. And apparently a second pick, Frost said that Martinez blamed it on his shoulder. But that could be classic. Like, ah. I mean, it was, I don't know about, the decision didn't look good. That was a horrific pass. Yeah. I mean, that thing was, it was so bad that that the receiver, Manning couldn't even get, to the safety yeah. to try to break it up. That's how yeah. bad the pass was. Mm. But I don't know. I mean, we've had a thought. It's just Martinez is fascinating. It's and it's it's weird. Like you can you can even tell probably as we're saying this, like for us to say he's not coming back in the same way. You kind of go, does this need to happen? It scares you to say it because you go, are we making a mistake? You know, even though we can't win with him as our quarterback right now, 
it feels like a mistake saying it for some reason. Well, like it just it does. It's such a weird I think situation. That obviously, life doesn't necessarily work like this, but it's like I need to know what's coming in before I'm cool with what's going out. That's that's a good point. I mean, it's easy. I mean, remember Tanner Lee was supposed to be like, you know, like he's a combination of Elway, Marino, Aikman, Montana, <laughs> Steve Young, little bit of Fran Tarkenton. <laughs> like that's pretty much what he was described oh, as. And Tanner Lee God. was like, not that. So again, it's easy. We've talked about this. Why does phone sex work? Why did the sunglasses theory? It's like you fill in that unknown void with best case scenario, right? Yeah, it's easy right now to call one eight hundred new quarterback phone sex and be like, "Oh, baby, oh yeah, you like to win close games." Oh, oh man, oh he's good at close games. How, <laughs> how do you run the two minute drill again? Oh my gosh! <laughs> you spiked it. You spiked it the right time. Oh, yeah, buddy, buddy. You got a two-minute drill for me? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah you going to spike it? Spike it. Yeah, just check down up the field. Check down all the way up the field. <laughs> They're giving it to you. Get, take it with the gift. <laughs> oh, my God. That might be of all the things we've ever done. <laughs> That's the dumbest, I think. That the, be the best. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so i don't know with i mean it's just it's it's because you're right like i feel like if he would have come through and and won that game and then maybe they turn around and beat iowa like then maybe people are like people are rooting for him they want him to be yes, the guy they want all it to work. Gotta do is win you don't even have to play perfect no all you gotta do is get w's you could throw six picks and if you win they don't care. Right. They want you to win. We're it, just not if you if you don't win, it gets really hard to be like, let's like let's run it back. And what's weird is we all know it's not all his fault. No. But like we don't have any other answers. So like you feel like you gotta blame somebody almost. And it's like yeah. and it feels very unfair because you see him dice up Wisconsin for most of the game, but then he throws a couple bad picks. That's the problem. And, and he's still and he's still as much as it's not all his fault, he still makes the back-breaking mistakes or doesn't make the throws late. Yeah. To I mean, it just that situation on Saturday afternoon, like he just has never come through in that spot. Yeah, when it counts, he just hasn't. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, like, I think I was talking to to Chris about, like, you know, Aaron Rodgers and. The difference is like when you get to that level, that like extreme right. talent that go, like you've won it so many times that like everybody in the building knows you just can't let him have the ball because right. it's over. If he gets it, he's going to beat yeah. you. Brady, Aaron Rodgers, those guys. It's like, and right now we have the feeling like if we have the ball and it's late, we don't feel like it's going to happen. We feel ever right. we all kind of go in the back of our head. We're like, and that's not a good like, and that's. No. As unfair as it is, like if that's where we're at, like it, it just gets really hard to keep doing it. Yeah, because I mean, because <sighs> it's my, it's a mental thing. We have a mental block. Clearly, it's not a physical problem we have. We have a mental problem with our close game losses. 
it's us. We have, as a Nebraska team, we have a mental problem. That's it. And we're stuck. We're stuck in neutral. We don't know how to just shift and get right. into gear and win the game. We, we've been stuck and we're stuck. And right now we're trying to feel, figure out how to get out of this like stuck state. It's, it's bizarre. I think before we get to the last sequence of the game, um, what was Yant was a healthy scratch, right? Yant just, he was fine. He just didn't, he couldn't play. Or he just don't didn't, know. he just DNP'd, okay, don't know. whatever. Uh, Ramir was out. Ramir was out. Sevion, Sevion left, which is a bummer. Yeah. Uh, and then obviously our boy Gabe Irvin got hurt months ago. So, yeah. I mean, all of a sudden your running back situation, you're, I mean, Brody Belt's out there getting his black belt game right. Yeah. He, he did I. Brody pretty good. He, he did, pretty, he did yeah. decent, you know. Uh, Marvin Scott ran pretty good. I, you know, he hadn't had a touch all year, basically. Marquis Step. Step did fine. Did but. fine. I mean, I thought, I thought you got, you, you were able to piece together a formidable uh, yeah. running back attack. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, I thought for the most part, although it did feel like Adrian, it felt like every play was like, all right, get a shotgun snap. Adrian's going to take a 17-yard drop and throw it off his back foot. Probably because, I mean, that pass rush was coming. But for the most part, like, again, I thought the O-line did all right. Yeah. They, you know, just a couple of bad holds. One of my, I thought we had a bad, I thought one was a bad call on Cochran, yep. but I mean, Ben Hart's, Ben Hart's hold at the end of the game. It's a killer. It's, it's killer. I mean, it's just, it's a killer. man. It's one of those two that it wasn't a hard play to get to. He just right. need to move his feet a little bit. And then sometimes you just shove and ride. You don't hold in those moments. I don't know. That's too bad because we were in a position, and once we went back, I feel like everybody in the building kind of went, "Up, oh, that's our right. That's our chance to lose it now." Should we get to the final sequence? Yeah. So, obviously, Braylon Allen, who just got his driver's license a year ago, which he, is crazy. So, just so just help me out here. He can't buy cigarettes. I don't think he cannot. He cannot uh, be <laughs> join the military. I mean, but he can run through. But he, but he can, he's 17. 17 years old. Dang. It's just. And that guy, it's he nuts. Squats. They're showing the thing. They he squats like 600. 600. Yeah. I mean, what did you ever max squat at? I never max. I couldn't squat. So I, maxing squats. I, like, we would do. Uh, kill yourself? Oh, I, I like literally like the, they didn't have me squat for because my back. back. So I did lunges i but i used to lunge 405 pounds oh. and the thought is like now like if i had to put 405 pounds on my back <laughs> i would just collapse I think. <laughs> That's when the bar starts bending oh i've always feel real stressed you ever have i mean like when you're at the gym and some guys you me spot real quick and it's like have it's like relatively heavy. Two men, when you squat another man on a, a spot on a squat, you're like, all right, here we go. Here we go. All right, we're going down. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go, there you go big boy. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Spotting a squat is like, might as well be Ace and Gary. I mean, you're just I like, mean yeah, it's, it's pretty, a little. Um, but, but yeah, that, when I saw that, they showed that, that clip early in the game. I was like, great. This guy, this guy squats 610 pounds. I want one of those guys. Oh, I know, but uh, so after six, six, ten, seventeen-year-old squatter bus one, yeah, little under four minutes, all three timeouts left. Here comes Martinez. Pretty, pretty good little drive going. Yeah. Scrambles, hits different receivers. They're they're marching their way down the field. 
they get the ball to Ture, and Ture makes a hell of a play. I love that play. Yeah, that, I mean, he he catches it, turns. He's got about a yard and a half to get the first down, and he kind of dances, and then he does that perfect thing where he, you know, left, right, and then just splits two guys and gets the first down. But it was a it was a winning play. Yes, like, that was the type of play you make. It's a winning effort, which, like, sometimes I question guys understanding that in our right. team. He clearly gets it. Um, I love that play. So that was where I think if we ever felt like confidence was like, uh -oh. I kind of felt like, remember Adrian watching Rocky fighting Drago? I was like, you're going to do it. I kind of felt like, cut. He's cut. I, I felt like <laughs> Adrian. When Tere made the play, I was like, you're going to do it. You're going to finally win a one square game. But so here's the thing, though. Trey makes the first down. Yeah. Gets at the ball. It's, ball's at the Wisconsin 23. All three timeouts left. Nebraska, which I'm I, I'm fine with this, because you, you had all three timeouts. If you yeah. wanted to run the ball, you could. They run the ball, the, they run the ball to Brody Belt and he gets stuffed. This is where I, I haven't reading different things. I thought the I thought Frost sitting on a timeout here was a mistake. Because they let about almost 40 seconds run off the clock because the play ends with about a minute 14 and the next play ends at 34 seconds. Yeah. That, that to me was a mistake in the sense of we put too much pressure on ourselves at the end of the game because we, I mean, I, I get the idea. Like we, we didn't want to stop the clock because we didn't want to give Wisconsin any chance if we could score. Right. But I think we got uh, we got too relaxed with the amount of time we had. Uh, we probably should have just let it run, but got like we we really like slowed Took, it slowed down. down, got subs, did did the reads. We all weren't stuff. trying to go fast. I mean, we should have been going. And you know, if you run off, you know, fifteen seconds instead of forty you're still in where you need to be. It's that extra 20, 30 seconds where we like, we needed it later and we didn't have, it. because I do think when, when all of a sudden you look up and the clock's at 30, 34 seconds, your, your pressure anxiety goes up where it's like, yeah. Oh my God, this game's almost over. Yeah. Then you, then it's, uh, it just yeah. changes the dynamic of things. But nevertheless, I thought that was a, was a mistake. Yeah. And I also, I don't know when people, when I heard Frost talk about, I didn't want to give them too much time. Like, that's like Screech going on a date with Lisa or Urkel going on a date with with uh, Laura Winslow and, yeah. like, stopping off and buying, like, mints just in case there's a kiss goodnight. It's like, how about you just get through the date? Yeah. Like, it's I mean, come on. But then second down and 10, pass interference on Wisconsin trying to throw the ball to Austin Allen. So now the ball gets down to the 11-yard line. First and 10 at the 11. Here's the – it was Ben Hart, right? Here comes the hold. Backs Nebraska up 10 yards. So now it's first and 10 with the ball at the 21 sec or the 21 yard line with 30 seconds left. And three really bad plays. Yeah. But this is where I I in a weird way, I think the time it it, it felt like Adrian, it was like Adrian felt like he had to take four shots at the end zone. Yeah. So the time and being first and 20. You know, because it, it, you have timeouts. You had timeouts, but the difference is if, if Ben Hart doesn't get the hold. Well, the holds, the, yeah. you know what I mean? Then it's second, 
It's second and it's second and ten, 10 at the eleven. The, at the eleven, and you know what? Our playbook opens way up. Right. You can run it. Like right. you could run an option. You can do whatever. You could run a QB draw. Yes. Um, the hold. The hold screws up everything. The hold made it just so much. The degree of difficulty went up huge. Because basically it does, I say taking shots at the end zone, I get it. Like, you basically were first and, you're at the, it's first and goal at the 20. Yeah, so I mean, you could try to go halfway. I just feel like they could have tried to like. could have, but like you said, the hold puts you back in a position where you just feel really uncomfortable. Yes. We had timeouts, so the time, I mean, it didn't kill you, but like I said, I think the pressure got put up. The combination where, of all of a sudden you're at the 20, it's first, it's it's first and 20 at the 21, and there's 30 seconds left. That combination got everybody frat, rattled. It does it just and, it's unnecessary unnecessary pressure that we put on ourselves. And with the hold, it made it just difficult. And that's a recipe to lose when you get down to 10 right. with 30 seconds to go. I mean, and so First and 20, uh, Martinez gets flushed out to the right and has to throw it away. Second and 20, of another one of those back foot throws to Ture that is incomplete that was down near the pylon. Yeah. And then third and 20, Ture was actually open. This is where they finally didn't necessarily – Ture was open at the 10-yard line. Yeah. And Martinez, of course, how he has missed his entire life – he was high, way high and yeah. long. Now, granted, I mean, there, the the pressure at this point, Jim Leonard is like he's just been, he's just yeah. like bring bringing the house almost every play. Yeah, but I felt like they could have ran. Remember the touchdown that Teray had, where they were bringing the house and Teray slipped underneath on a bunch sure. formation. Yeah. Like I felt like you could have done something like that. I think uh, you know, in this is where it's hard. In retrospect, you go, yeah, it's right? easy to I mean, say what what the hell do I know about run, but. Um, you know, that's just something to think like in that's in that situation. I, I think looking back, which is easier than in the moment. Sure. I think you go halfway on the for the first because it would have been first and twenty after the hold, right? It was first and twenty from the twenty-one. You could have run yeah. some sort of I think intermediate the, the route. First play, get back to the line of scrimmage, then you still have three plays to go. Right. Where I think the harder play is deep. Right. I think that's where we should have went short. Um right. It's easier in retrospect, but like I said, I think all these factors. The big thing too is like just don't hold in the ten. Just That's don't it. hold. So then, so then here comes the final play of the game, fourth and twenty. Yeah. First of all, it was it was interesting to look back on it, and that Samari Ture wasn't on the field. Now, do you think that was like they wanted to get Allen Vokalek down the middle of the field? Was probably you know. I think he's actually, I mean, you got bets out there probably. Manning, Betts, Manning. I thought it was Betts, Manning, uh, and Falk or Martin. No, and, it was, I, it, I, for a while it was Vocalette Canalan. Oh, okay. So, so in the first two, couple downs. Yeah. Because I was thinking, shouldn't Terabian? He probably should have. Right. But. Because he was uh, in on, he was in on second and third. Okay. So I think that the package probably had those bigger guys out there. Right. So it's a high throw and, and it's okay. I mean, in whatever. End, I'm not going to sit here and in like, the end, Omar or Ture and a throw up. It's different than like underneath route running where I think Ture's even better. Right. Uh, but I thought that was interesting. You know, you're fine. talking about a guy, but in the end, it's fine. It doesn't make so, sense. So, okay. I mean, that's, that's on a jump ball. I take yes. over maybe Ture. You, you, well, okay. You have your four best, ju- like traffic catchers. Are going to be Allen, Betts, Manning, and probably Vokalek. Probably. I mean, yeah, probably. 
and those four guys are on the field. That's so it's whatever, fine. but it, it doesn't make a difference there. It's just, you're in a tough spot first in, in 20 it's or fourth and 20. Spot. It's just tough. Like the situation was a, like we talked about Vegas earlier. Like what are your odds first and or like fourth and five from the, fi- from the five or fourth and 20 from the 22. Like it goes so far down right. the chances of getting that um, just by being that far away. And then, okay. So the, they throw the ball to bets and brutal missed pass interference. Brutal. Bad call. I mean, just a bad missed call. And, but you, you brought it up the second you walked in to, to my house today, bets bets could have done a better job, probably of selling it, because you got to lose your mind there. Yeah, it's it's uh, uh, it's akin to a basketball player at the end of the game. If you go down the lane, right, you get hit. You got to you better sell that you got hit. Right. Or if you're a soccer player and you're on a breakaway, the game's on the line, and somebody slides tackles the ball out. You better be rolling at that leg right. like i just broke my ankle with that you know like that is part of your job is to sell it and i think as fans i it didn't look egregious in real and time bet, i'm not gonna lie in bets, real time i didn't that's didn't react at all and then you see the replay and you go, and you oh, go my god, oh my he, god he hacked his arms and like he got there and hacked his arm before the ball could get there and he hit it like he he not only he hit his body yeah in the air, I mean, it's it's a it's the most obvious pass interference in the world, and it's just frustrating. I'm one of those guys. I don't necessarily like to to blame the refs or even talk about the refs, but man, yeah. it's like it feels like Nebraska is a little bit snake bit this oh, year. In every fifty fifty big spot call, no call, they all go against Nebraska. I called that hole. I mean, the the hold on Benhart wasn't even great, but. You know, it's like they're they call that with a thirty seconds to go. They, you know, we don't get the call there. It's like well, you just think that's about, a bad that's a bad one too. Like, right? If you're gonna miss one, miss the hole. Well, just think, just just right now, <laughs> go back through the season, and it's like Caleb Tanner late hit Illinois wipes off an interception in the first oh, half. That was yeah. a huge turning point. The Buffalo game, they had like what three touchdowns called back, or at least yeah. two of them called back that were bad calls yeah um the michigan game joint possession on a muff of muff punt return the pass interference on jojo that moves the ball down yeah. inside the five where michigan's ain't able to punch it in yeah i'm sure i'm forgetting calls in the purdue ohio state was whatever but it's just and now you add this one to the list it's just it's amazing how Nebraska just seems to end up on the wrong side of those calls all the time. Yeah, I mean, we we don't do ourselves any favors, but even if you're if you're trying to be objective and you're not a Husker fan like we are, who are just of course just we we want them, you know, everything to go our way. Like you can't tell me that things haven't just gone just unevenly bad for us well, and, with calls. And even look at the body language of the defensive back. He lands on the he ground knew. and ends like he knew he just I interfered. Just, I just fucking yeah, so, I mean, PI. You can't get like, I, I'm not upset at bets for for not no, selling. No, no, no. It's I like mean, a learning to me yeah. it's a learning moment. Like if you're a receiver, it's your job to sell it in right. that moment. I don't like receivers that sell it every, every play. Time. It's you you don't sell it until 
it's a big play and you need to sell it. When they interfere, you better let everybody in the stadium know. So then they go, oh, that guy never does that. Right. So you know it's something serious. Because it's. I always say you got a two count. One 1,000, two 1,000 after that plays over that the ref can still pull his flag. Right. Because if it goes past that, nobody's pulling their flag. Like, right. You can turn and be like, and he'll be like, yeah, yeah, I got right. you. Right. They will. They'll throw it if you go or, hard at them. Or it's unfortunate. Now we're getting way in. The, the, it's unfortunate that that game was in Madison and not Lincoln because it's also you'd have had 90,000 people doing the freaking out for you probably, yeah, you know? True, true. Uh, But the Nick Bob podcast is powered by Runza. I got to talk to you guys about something. The Eagles ran Philly special in Super Bowl 52, right? Remember that trick play? It was incredible. It was amazing. Well, Runza has huddled up and they got their own version of Philly special. How about a Philly style Runza? Oh, man. For a limited time only, you can get a Philly style Runza. Everything you love about a Philly combined with everything you love about a Runza wrapped up into one. So if you got a hunger as big as the Sixers center Joel Embiid, you need the Philly style Runza. You got green peppers, grilled onions, steak seasoning, Swiss cheese, and of course, juicy, delicious, succulent steak all wrapped into a Runza. Oh, my goodness. The combination of steak and Runza. I mean, that's kind of like the combination of Adrian Martinez and Samari Torre. It's just fantastic. So get your Philly game right. Get your Philly-style Runza game right. Again, this is for a limited time only. So head out to Runza today and get a Philly-style Runza. Runza makes it all better. Because that would have, if if that gets called, it's the it's half the distance. So they're at the, about the ten with about they'd have had one more play. Because I think there was like four seconds left. But that's where the but time, that's where that, that time, time makes, makes a difference. difference. That's yeah. what I would like. That's why I wanted to bring it up. Like, think if that play gets if let's say they throw the play, Frost could have had thirty seconds left in that spot. And you got three plays, and you got three plays. But he would have only had one play left. Oh, see, so it's just it's that's just where you want to leave people with nothing. I think that's another learning moment for me was uh I like the idea of like, you know, using the clock to your advantage. Don't let them have but like right. in the end, your job is like, I gotta get we gotta score. When you're down, okay, when if it's tied, right? If they were tied, that's the right play. Totally agree. It's totally when you're They're down down. Seven. Or or it's maybe if you're if you're uh Bruce Arians and you got Tom Brady. You can do some assuming that Tom's gonna get it. You know what I mean? Maybe, like maybe a little bit more, but I, I, I still don't like it. I, I, I don't like it until you are. I don't know. I just feel like we weren't close enough. I I didn't. I, like we at weren't the time, close I'm, enough to the end zone where we were like, I didn't think we could afford to. I, I think you run it down late. Like later on, you find a way to be like. Okay, now let's run this thirty down, right? Yeah, well, that's what I mean. And you and listen, this isn't like you can. I can. You can call my father-in-law and my brother-in-law. We were watching the game together, and I was I was yelling about this in real time. I was too. Like I, I, I didn't like the management of that at all, and it could have bit them if they throw that flag. Yeah, it didn't matter now, but that's like we're talking about this game management stuff. Like that's the stuff where I don't want to have to be like as a as the person not coaching like questioning what's going on like it should right. just you know that's where it's like right we need to get better at that um so then obviously ball game nebraska loses 35 28 the the one thing we haven't really talked about we talked about it a little bit but like i mean the the kickoff return just the uh, 
and then even the the Alante Brown kickoff hits. Forget when you call a fair catch, you better catch it. Right. And <laughs> it's just, I mean, so you go through it. It's like Nebraska's given up punt returns, kickoff returns. They've had extra points blocked. They've had a safety on a punt return. They Like, it's just, I almost feel like Frost has to hire a special teams coordinator, doesn't he? Uh, yeah. And I, you know what? And I just, yeah, I mean, and we'll get more. I just feel like at this point, well, you, let's, let's, let's talk about like, what, cause I guess I don't know this process right now. They're out. They can go try to hire people from so. teams right now. And I would think so. I mean, I don't commit. I mean, I guess, yeah, I guess people can, but nothing's ever official until you, yeah, but you can hire somebody right now. Like I they don't have so. to be done. You can go hire them now. But don't you um, feel like I mean, because I, I what's weird is I talk out of both sides of my mouth. In some ways, I you know, Frost has used the comment that in theory and in spirit, in the school of thought, I agree with her. It's like we don't have a special teams problem, we have a specialist problem. And it's like, yeah, I mean, yeah, mm -hmm. like your your field goal kicking, your punting, whatever. But like mm -hmm. I also kind of feel like the reality of this situation is. You got one year to get this. Like he, basically, it's next year. Like you got to win or it's over. Yeah. And in all reality, I'd love to. I need to like think about this more. With that buy, it's really you got like six games with the way the 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 buyout and the and how that moves based on a certain point. Like to me, at this point, you just want to tell Frost like you've not. This is gonna be your fifth year. Every year, this isn't like a one time thing. Every single year, special teams has been horrifically bad and can probably, you can directly tie a line to it costing you a lot of games. Wouldn't, if you're going to go for one final season, yeah, wouldn't it behoove you to go out and I, I, I think, I don't me, know. I mean, to me, it all works if Frost can be the quarterback's coach. Well, I guess he's trying to be more CEO over everything, right? But so this I mean, is where it's hard. This is where the, the which I still don't really understand this. Why do you have a limit on coaches? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Why I mean, does that matter? I don't know. Like, why do you, like, because to me, it's like, why can't every position group have a coach? I don't know. It's stupid. I think that's stupid. Like, that's a rule that I go, why? So you think every there should be a position? Co You're not saying you know you could have a staff of forty dudes, but every every position group should have a position coach. Is that what you're saying? Well, yeah, like you like you have to have cornerbacks and safeties together because there's not enough, or right. you have to have a you can't have a quarterbacks coach because you don't have enough guys, and it's like or you know tight ends. They're talking about maybe having the tight ends and receivers be together. I'm like, well, it's a very those are two like, very different. Yeah, like uh, and like. like I guess O-line together, yeah, but maybe you could even, like, you know, D-line sometimes, like, they get D-line and line, outside linebackers together, you know, or I just think it's, like, I just think it's dumb. You, you can't have an, as many coaches as you want. Like, what's the difference? Like, Right, well, yeah, I mean, and it, it feels like all those, all of the things that used to be in place with how you build a roster and the rules around that on a variety of levels, those things are crumbling down yeah. kind of. Yeah. And so, uh, but so, so, but, but, on that but point, I guess, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't you, know. So it, here's the issue. If you 
hire a special teams coach full time, it means you either don't get a quarterbacks coach or you have to take away from the defense or you have to take away from the offense. So that's either quarterbacks coach or they talked about combining receivers and tight ends. So that so like Sean Beckton would have to coach the tight ends and the wide receivers who do some of the same things, but like tight ends also block a lot more, yeah. right? So, you know, I it just, gets really, it, it gets hard. Um, I wish, here's the problem is we're sitting, now the beauty of sports is it's a bottom line business. And regardless of, of what you know about the process, it's either working or it's not. Yes. So I can't sit here and tell you that, no, they're actually doing the right things with special teams, but yeah, clearly, like I just, clearly they're not. Well, I, it's like, right. clearly, That's where I'm not trying to disparage argue- Mike Dawson or anything. That's like, cause I don't, it's just clearly it's not, it's not good enough. And I would, I think it'd be better if they did get a full-time, but they got to get a good, like, to me, it's like, you got to go hire, like, the if best. you hire a bad full-time special right. teams they, coach, then you have hurt your team in two places where you got the wrong guy there right. and you take away from another position group, having people. So if you're going to hire a special teams coach, it's got to be a great special teams coach. Right. But don't like, you think like, best I would in the think, business in some ways, I think when Frost is sitting down, it's like prior number one needs to be the offensive coordinator. Yeah. Like that needs to be, you need to scour heaven and earth to find the best person possible to yeah. be your OC. I'm not so sure second on that list isn't finding the best special teams coordinator you can find. Yeah. Because again, we're doing it now. It's easy to dismiss special teams. It's easy right now to be like, oh, you better have, you, you better have another assistant that can do It's like, well, it is Bo, this has lost this could be the thing that sinks yeah. Frost's career here. Yeah. I, and that's where Nick we got to take a, a a real look in the mirror and go what do we prioritize? And that's right. Maybe that's that's it. Now the issue becomes oh can you find the That's guy? why I don't know what that guy and and I don't, I don't know enough about special special teams is such an interesting thing to try to sink your teeth into because I don't even necessarily know like I mean, I can't even tell you who's the greatest special teams coordinator in the world. Like, would that guy come in and change it that fast? I, I mean, I mean, I think a really good one would make a difference. I, I think there's got to be some. I mean, like for, I read Frost reading about like everybody talks to like you just leave your specialists alone because it's it's worse if you like. Um, I think yes and no. I don't know. To me, it's like. I think the people have done it on a high level or in the right. pros or like, I think there's gotta be something to like how well, good you teach. And again, that. it's easy and I'm guilty of it. Like I am a hypocrite with this stuff. Like I say like, Oh, do you have a special students problem? Or do you just have, you know, Connor Culp losing his mind and all of a sudden can't kick or and do you have, you know, pressed up and Cerny punting it 10 yards or the wrong way? Like, but it's not just, it's like you get zero you have zero chance to ever have a good kickoff return or punt return. Zero chance. Yeah. A guy that you were there with Santino Panico, mm-hmm. he, he's been like a running joke yeah. amongst people around these parts. Be like, well, you know, you're, what are you fair yeah. catching like Panico? I can do it. Yeah. You can do it. Like, and he's going to end up with more, like double the punt return yards than Nebraska's punt return yards this year. And he was he was like the, the rim shot joke. Like, yeah, we just, we didn't play like our special teams wasn't ever an asset for us. Right. 
all we try to do is to make it not a liability. Like all we try to do is be like, let's just not just don't mess lose up. The game. But it's never like we're kicking field goals, we're pinning people, we're returning kicks, we're returning punts, we're blocking punts. It's only like, please don't mess up. Right. That's the problem with our special teams. We our mindset is don't mess up and not like let's do good here. Let's do something like that's that's sort of where we're at. Because I just think, like, in some ways, you got to reverse engineer this thing. You got to sit there and write down, like, what has been the issues? Like, Frosty sit down and goes, "What? Why are we at this point?" Well, special teams, uh, yeah. details and management, um, lack of difference makers at important skill spots like yeah. running back, um, the, those kinds of. Things. And I think you then can go, "Okay, well, then how do we address those things?" Maybe you need a special teams coordinator. Maybe you need a, a, a some better recruiters for skill spots. Yeah, I Maybe. think that that's a big an O coordinator that has some juice that like people are excited to come here for, right. and then a running backs coach um, and an O line coach that can go get some dudes. And then maybe like even though I don't know if he's necessarily built this way perfectly, like and then you could potentially frost becomes that CEO where then managing things, details, all that stuff, like that stuff gets addressed because now he's in charge of that. Yeah. So it'll be interesting. And I'll be interested to see, you know, we're getting way ahead of ourselves here, but like with this offensive coordinator, you've heard, you know, you hear some names that like, you know, I don't know if you got time for a huge philosophical shift. You know that's what I mean? Nice. And here's the part that's so interesting is like, would you want them to change after we're like, you know, we've seen like, we kind of like, we can move the ball right. and we can do some things with this offense. But like, do we, do you want to see us go? Like I've heard the name Jerry kill. I've heard right? that name too. And, you're and like, like, you know what you're going to get? It's like the Minnesota, like two tights, like ball control, ball to control to the clock, which do you like, are you ready for that move? That yeah. sort of big, change in philosophy it's not i actually prefer that football what yeah. i'm saying is is the roster ready for that move that's part of because the deal. you don't have time to that's a big shift yeah you've recruited to play a certain way so in some ways like i almost think you've your pot committed with well, this style to a certain extent. i'm not saying you gotta you, you, know, you gotta go hire chip I, kelly if he gets axed at UCLA. like but i, I mean What's hard is I, I I don't know that for sure, um, just because like I mean we got Betts and Manning coming back, Martin, um, we lose Ture, um, the Martinez questions everything and another quarterback everything, but then I think Austin Allen is probably going to try to go pro. I mean he's played his way. But then, into but then the it's like Vokalek Fedoni, and Gabe Urban's probably our best running back coming back, but like. You know, I don't know what could we run. Yeah, I do, think do you with feel that like team, you, you it's not necessarily you, could, you. You could run something different, but it's also like it's a big shift, right? That's right. a big change. So, I, it's it's gonna be interesting, especially it would be a big change for Frost. Right, that's Frost what, is like this is what he's done for a decade now, and I think it'd be it's gonna be hard for him to give up like his Oregon this is his thing. thing. That's his, that's his offense. I think he's confident in his ability. Like what, what he's been doing to teams this year in the big 10. Uh, I think you, you keep hearing from announcers on TV, like this Nebraska team though, 
they're dynamic. They're doing like you hear this stuff, but we like we can't put it all together and win. But like I think Frost still believes he can. Yeah, so I mean that's what's hard about like the philosophical. We're gonna go yeah, Wisconsin, get, Iowa, right. Minnesota, ground and pound. Like, are we gonna go? Are we gonna make the move to Big Ten? Like fully? Like we're like we kind of did with defense. We got bigger. We got sort right. of like. I just think that's hard. You would know better than I would, but I think that's a hard thing to do in one off season. Well, that's that's the choice we got to make. But this, if you're gonna do it, this is the year, right? Right. I mean, but, it's. But so it's like who they're bringing as the coordinator is going to be the telling tale. Yeah, because if they bring in like Mark Helfrich or something like that, then you're like, okay, well, then clearly this is just they're double downing, they're doubling down on yeah. like this stuff, which is like, I mean, listen, they move the ball, they just don't score. We got, yeah. So be it's like, I mean, it's in the end, I don't know. I can, I can see it both ways. So can I. I don't know that I have in my mind what I think is the right move. I don't know that I have the right, like the idea, but, um, it's going to be, I'm going to be very interested to see what, oh, who they choose. That, really? that offensive coordinator spot, like whoever they hire, which I assume they're going to try to get that done. in like by a week from now, I, I was going to say, like, I would think, yeah, you need to get I mean, with the early signing period and all that stuff. You need to have someone in place immediately. I got to think that that is on its way. <sighs> I mean, because I mean, again, like, that's the number one defense in the country, and Frost was in charge of like scheming it up. I mean, yeah, he fucking lit them up. They didn't. Well, no, I mean, they lost the game, but that's where it's like the offense. It's like it. It's been. I think we're pretty harsh on it as as Husker fans, and because we we're not getting the results we want with W's, but it's weird like we, we we do get yards i mean a lot of them are junk yards that's what i'll say though there's some of the end yeah, of the I mean, game a lot of it, I mean, we should say but like didn't there are those moments like you know the they play the you know you play northwestern you play oklahoma you play uh you know michigan you play uh well, wisconsin, wisconsin there and, and you re do it really do it during the game against good teams and you go gosh i don't know it's it is pretty fascinating things that you got to be like but you're right. We're going to get these answers pretty quick. I mean, Florida's got a Florida just Florida. Just I fired. mean, there's so many jobs open Florida, USC, LSU. LSU. Um, I mean, TCU. I don't know if TCU actually hired somebody yet or Is whatever. This I mean, the but new thing though, fire coaches before the end of the year. So you can just like, I don't know. Get, I, th I think, I think to... with the new signing period in December, it changes things. It must be, it must be that important. To have your ducks in a row going to the next offseason. I guess. Because this guess. is like, it's kind of bizarre how many oh. coaches are fired. Hey, Virginia Tech, Justin Fuente's gone. Like, there's a lot of jobs open. Anything we're missing with 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 this other than the like new quarterback phone sex line? But I think we better call in. <laughs> hey, we're going to end this pod. We're going to call that. Okay. okay. That was a Huda Media Production.